0: Hi, I'm Billy, a developmental pediatrician, and I'm Nick, a developing parent. We're going to use scenes from iconic movies to
1: talk about how we best support our kids. This is Pop Culture Parenting.
0: Hey, don't let your mother smell that beer on your breath, she'll take it out on me.
1: What does it do? Just
0: use
1: your best judgment. We trust you. The immortal words of Darren Hinch, Billy. Shame, shame, shame.
0: <laughs> yes, what a what a great app.
1: Uh, it was awesome. I um I came into the episode. So this is our reflective practice uh, that we've done in we're doing for episode eight but it's from the episode 7 that we've done with uh, Remember the Titans and "Shame," uh, Parenting Without Shame. Um, I came into this topic really excited to discuss it in episode 7. I was like, this is going to be great. Like, yeah, I totally know this. This is awesome. As you started to unfold the theory, I was like, awesome. And then as you started to unfold some of the things that people do that are bad, I was like, oh, crap, that is me. Oh, dear, I have seen this. Not in a bad way, but it was something that I was like, I am. I you. I don't say much in the episode. i was sitting in the corner going, "Yep, yep, okay,
0: cool." No, no you were great. Um, and yeah, I don't think we. It's important that we don't say these things that parents do are bad. Yep. Um, but things that we could all do better.
1: Oh, I don't. Yeah, and I don't feel like. I don't, I don't feel attacked, I just felt, I honestly felt to myself, I was like, I felt a bit of shame, I was like, I feel a bit, like I, I could be doing better, and I, you can always be mm. doing better, um, but I looked forward to doing better this week, so that was the whole point. We Talk about the theory, trying to apply it, be conscious of it for a week, that's why we do reflective practice, and beyond a week as well, but it's like, yes. I, it starts these small steps, everything's mm. a habit, Billy, and so I have the habit of trying to get better, and um that's what I tried to focus on this week um, there.
0: Yeah, I think what the important stuff is when we're talking about, you know, parenting without shame or effectively using time out from the first episode or responding to emotions or any of the topics we've covered is that very early on in the clinical practice you'll see that when we give these strategies to parents and work together on them, it's actually when they come back and have seen some success with them that they start to feel good about themselves as parenting and that approach. And that positive feedback loop is really nice. The problem with like shame or punishment or those things that are like punitive or, you know, trying to correct behaviours by a of experience for the child is you don't get that positive reinforcement because literature shows that whether it's shame or disciplining a child or whatever often makes things worse and then you get caught up in these spirals where – You're actually getting – things are getting worse, but you're stuck in, no, this is my approach. You get sent to your room. I tell you, you know, why would you do that? You're so naughty and you don't see things getting better and you feel pretty crummy. There's this kind of cheesy thing in the literature around parenting that says kind of rewarding is rewarding. Yeah. And the point is that picking out the stuff our kids are doing well or that we're doing well in partnership with them, God, we're getting so good at getting ready in the morning, is a nice feeling. (laughs)
1: I completely agree and that mindset was one of the things I focused on this week. So I'll be honest I'm going to say it to you. I, I feel sometimes like that can sound cheesy. It's like we're in it together, we're doing this together mm. and it feels like it's just encouraging words, if I'm being really honest. Yeah. But the reality is when you do switch to be like, yep, we'll get this done or what can we do better next time? or It changes it. It changes the way I look at it. It it definitely changes how I approach it before I even get to that heightened time where i'm like what have you done or why would you do that or why did you hit your sister or why just those sorts of things it's like different change it like what what's happening what can we do like how do we improve it what what do you think we miss this time or yeah. you know it's and you can absolutely analyze the behavior but just not really getting into the individual like ripping into the in- <laughs> not ripping into your kids but no really yeah. having a go at the individual but having got the behavior a bit and discussing it and getting to the bottom of it is what I got from it.
0: Definitely. And I think we've got to be careful with ourselves as well. So we talked last week about shame kind of is an experience where the child or the individual who's experiencing that shame, it really challenges who they are and can often (laughs) cause withdrawal. So like the child will internalize kids who have internalizing symptoms like anxiety and depression are really vulnerable to feeling shame, but all kids, but it, it, disengages them from what's happening whereas the difference between guilt about think about what the other person might be experiencing mm. and then thinking about i know you're capable of doing this how can i support you to be successful in the morning routine for school sharing with your brother whatever it is and then setting that up the important bit is you don't go cool i've listened to that episode now I can never use that strategy again. I need to see everything as an opportunity to get better. That's, like, so much pressure on yourself as a parent and, to be honest, a bit ridiculous. Yeah. And that's kind of setting yourself up to fail.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, as <laughs> if you're going to nail every time, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't work.
0: No, and that's what we're trying to do with this podcast is be realistic, give actual realistic things that parents can do but also not set expectations of, like, you're never, you're never going to yell again because you've heard that that's not great. <laughs> so... I'm never going to yell it, again. Yeah, yeah, yes.
1: What would mean the neighbors talk about on the street? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How are you going in there, Nick? Oh, everything's peachy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. And that's an honest experience. So oh, I, don't, I don't like yeah. the stuff that's out there that's like, you know, we'll like, we just do yoga every morning with the kids oh. and, you know, we all sit around the table and talk about, you know, the top 10 things of our day. And I think the reality is this stuff can be pretty hard. My point though is for the whole podcast is there is a lot of solid evidence about how we support development in a way that actually ensures our kids thrive and that we have fun doing it, and that's what we're trying to give to families
1: yeah um yeah that that's a good point, trying to constantly evolve that um I just wanted to probably share as someone that sort of went through the week and hope the others the two things that I really focused on um were not actually when there were moments where I typically would have been like, why would you throw that at your sister? It was more like I actually asked myself these three questions, which is what's going on for them? Like I tried to focus on it. Um, Didn't, yeah, got it one in ten times. Like what's going on for them a bit? Um, What have I missed? Like what am I not seeing before I rush into the situation a bit? And then also... Something I really do poorly is I sometimes pitch things too high. Mm. This was something I really learned. So I'm like, if I pitch this too high, do I expect too much?
0: Amazing. Wow. I think that's a wrap. No. Podcast series done. <laughs> oh, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. is not a wrap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was what I said I tried to be conscious of and one in ten times was remained conscious of it. Um, but I think the important one is have I pitched it too high? And I do that. I just do that. Like I think you just like, oh, that'll be right. And then you when you step back and go, They're three. What was I thinking? Like it's more on me that I shouldn't be expecting should only be expecting so much from a three year old. Oh, but what's your second one? What, what, what was number two? Um so I had three. It was um uh sorry, first one was have I pitched it too high?
0: Second one was, What have I missed? Yeah, what have I missed? That's so great. It makes me think of like early. I, I do all of this stuff professionally now. I don't kind of look after people that have, you know, had something kind of head injury or something like that. But one of the first things that you do when you're in that situation is check the environment and see like what's going on around the person, you know, in case there's a down power line or something like that. <laughs> but it's just really cool how you, the way that you phrase that of like, what have I missed coming into this conflict or my child being upset or whatever and that's such a cool way to approach that scenario
1: yeah because i come in pretty hot sometimes yeah because like you can be in the next room but it's like beyond that it's not like oh was it a retaliation oh that'll make it okay that's not it either it's like like what have i missed what is the environment really around like what time of day is it Mm. how's everyone going has everyone eaten yeah (laughs) i hope so like what's just happened so like because there's usually something that leads to it. So then you can sort of understand more as opposed to just like have a go at the in, individual. Like, you're a naughty girl. You're a bad girl. You've been mean. Mm. Um, just more than go, right. And then why have they behaved like this? And then just try and unpack it. And the other thing was, those questions are for me. They're not for the child. It's yeah, so what wow. I learned from. um Oh. <laughs> no, this is amazing. <laughs> Sorry. Stop saying that. Well. Like, it, it's. <laughs> Thank you, um, but I'm sorry I don't deal well with these sort of comments so I'm not that great at it. Um, don't ask too many questions, certainly of a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really – I can't ask the, my one-year-old daughter. And, you know, my three-year-old gives me mixed answers and responses. The, my point is that from the movie we saw Remember the Titans, there was question asking and it was one-way question. It was rhetorical. There was no a- ability mm-hmm. to answer but even when there is the giving them the ability to answer, sometimes it is good to get some answers and ask them what's going on to get their buy-in but oftentimes they are so young or tired or hungry or upset or just for whatever in that moment, you're not going to get the response that's like, oh, Dad, you know what? I'm actually just a little bit hungry right now and yeah. that's why I have done this. <laughs> it doesn't happen. It's, well, from what I've learned, it doesn't happen. So just asking the questions of yourself and then just being kind to the child to start with Um, (laughs) and continually kind to the child, but just trying to unpack it a bit, but just not like firing off questions and expecting, yeah, monologues back of spot on answers.
0: Yeah. It's amazing because what we're always looking for is what's the emotion below the behavior.
1: Yep. Yep. And that's, we've been doing that since episode one, I think. Yeah. Like what's the actual emotion below? Because- a behavior? Oh, get my own? Yeah. <laughs> I get my own no. <laughs> What's the? Yeah, there, the, the, there is um an emotion below every behavior. Mm. So yeah, yep. So, You Can just said try. that. I just felt really like I'd feel more intelligent if I repeated it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's great.
0: No, no, it's amazing because you've just phrased all those things probably much better than I could, and it's great to see that over the last week you've been approaching those situations like that. Because yeah, and remember the Titans, we looked at a scene where kind of someone is shamed and the person kind of very superficially tries to understand what's going on but is not really trying to understand and that's the interesting thing I think in one scenario you and I talked about last episode you were like so what what should the parents say or ask and I was like actually nothing you know and that's yeah yeah, so coming coming into these situations and it's really interesting you talk about coming in hot and I, I do the same and one thing I've been really working on which is relates to this episode is like because guilt can be helpful around empathy and so when I'm kind of frustrated by something involving someone else, I'll be flooded with the like they're being lazy or they're intentionally doing this or whatever. But one thing that has evidence is um, how we think about like the opposite or the alternatives um, and that can be – that's actually through some of the therapeutic evidence around anxiety and um, kids who have a lot of worries, is what else might be true. And I've been trying to come to that and say like, you know, this is really frustrating and it's kind of this person's been lazy or is intentionally doing this or whatever. And then I've been going, well, actually, even in the heat of it, trying to say maybe that's not true and maybe, you know, they've got other stuff going on or... Things like, you know, maybe they actually were trying to be helpful. They just didn't understand what I was asking of them or whatever. And if we can bring that to our interaction with our kids, it gives us an alternative to just coming in hot and then shaming them and expecting that that child is going to experience that and go, oh, cool, okay, I'll do what is expected of me. I like that reflection. That's Mm. a good one. Yeah, so that's kind of how I've been thinking about it because – My daughter's nine months old, Mm -hmm. so you know I need to be really careful how I approach those situations. And she is starting to get more autonomy, and you know try and control her environment more. So I am really thinking about how I respond to that. But I think that shame is another level above that. Um, We've also had some really amazing feedback about this episode. Uh, One listener, I I don't think I told you this, but one listener said it's our swan song, (laughs) that they're by far their favourite episode that we've done so far. So that was really nice. I liked that one. Yeah, and really enjoyed kind of the way that we approached the theory and spoke about that and then practically applied it. One listener um, had this amazing feedback about what they've done around – because we talked a lot about showing kids it's okay to make mistakes. And they, at the end of every day, at the dinner table, will talk about like what was a good thing that happened today. Mm -hmm. And everyone, like including the adults and grandparents, gives feedback and says this is, you know, I got to do this or whatever. And then they do what's something, what was a mistake that you had today Mm. and go around the table and it's this really cool way of showing kids, yeah, I made a mistake today because I did this. And The cool thing about that is you're showing kids that mistakes are okay, but you're also teaching them how we deal with mistakes. So I did this and I, you know, I was really harsh to someone in the way that I spoke to them or I messed up and forgot that this thing was due or whatever but then showing kids the recovery is the cool bit about it being like and so I actually called them and said hey sorry that I came off a bit harsh in that meeting or whatever Um, I think you're really contributing to this team amazingly whatever and that's what that's demonstrating is two things to kids mistakes are okay and showing them the ways that you recover from them and that's the difference shame doesn't have any opportunity within it to improve Mm. Whereas thinking about, you know, what's happened and how can I do better next time recovery. Is recovery and it's kind of a growth thing in development of like how do I achieve that? Yeah, there's a big
1: fear of failure. Like I know in the workplace it's a big thing now where the people are trying to reverse that and it's like failure's fine and it is fine and you just gotta get comfortable with it, but just try not to repeat it and improve. So workplace home it's kind of should yeah. be the same thing, really. Yeah, exactly. Sh-
0: kids Showing kids that it's okay to fall down, you know, literally, but also figuratively, like, you know, in how they interact with us, how they talk to each other, how they behave. But where's the recovery?
1: Yep, completely agree. Mm. Um, the other one that I took on that wasn't so much about parenting was another good one you said in there, and I'm not sure if you had it in there by design, but it was one where we were talking about Some people have the cruel to be kind motto Mm. when it comes to kids, like, you know, cruel to be kind, you know, toughen them up sort of thing. And I think what you said was that there is enough adversity, especially now and other times, there's enough adversity for kids today in 2022 that adding more to it doesn't make sense. Like there is enough to deal with right now as opposed to like cruel to be kind, shock them into gear, get them moving sort of thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My God, I cannot wait to do the resilience episode because – Yep. There is so much um, kind of stuff out there about resilience that doesn't have evidence. And, I mean, the way that I think about it is I don't look back on anything awful that happened in my childhood and go, I'm tougher because of that. Yep. I think that's a weird thing to think that kids who don't experience adversity are going to be, like, soft, I think, that. Yeah, like we spoke about last time, you know, throwing kids in the deep end and being like, well, one day you might be in the deep end. So if you go in the deep end as a child, you'll be more equipped for when it happens to you later in life. Yep. It's just silly. It doesn't,
1: yeah. It's not Well, it's less, It's not worth taking the punt on either. <laughs> no, but you also like, really
0: risk that yeah, being that's a I mean, really traumatic risk. experience yeah, for the child. Yep. And some kids are really... An, another episode I can't wait to talk about is sensitive kids. And some kids are really sensitive. And we don't decide whether it's a, a <sighs> yeah. traumatic experience for them. We don't go, oh, mate, I just threw you in the deep end, you're fine. The child decides, <sighs> you know, and that's a really important thing that... We need to be respectful of the experience the child's having and it's going just toughen up, mate. Like, you know, it was, you know, you were getting bullied but God, get over it or, you know, you've got other mates or just tell him to get stuff next time he bullies you or whatever. We can't enforce, you know, what we how we expect yeah. our kids to yeah. respond to the, you know, experiences they have and the behaviours that we think that would be appropriate.
1: But I think that's the point. No, we shouldn't enforce. You Mm. can, but you don't get to choose the outcome. That's Mm. the important thing. Yeah, that's a really interesting thing to do before or thinking about before you go, draw a line in the sand. It's like, they might not like what's on the other side, mate.
0: Exactly, exactly. And it's the same thing. If your kid needs a light on to sleep, that's fine. If your kid occasionally needs to come and sleep in the bed with you because they're a bit scared, we don't just go, bad luck, mate. You think about, like, you have what's going on for this kid. And that's, yeah, I won't go into it now, but there is lots of helpful stuff about resilience and it's not just throwing kids in the deep end.
1: Yeah. Um, you might have just seen me scrolling through my phone, which I never do and haven't done so far in any episodes. But there was one thing, There was one comment I wanted to articulate really well, which I'll write down next time so I don't go to my phone again. But oh. it was a really good comment from someone that said, thanks for the episode. Such a great discussion of a really challenging topic for grown-ups and kids. And I was like, yeah. Because you're sort of both in it together, I thought it was just well articulated, and I didn't want to misquote the person because I thought it was a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's it's been really good, and I, I think the last two episodes have been about things that listeners have asked for, so it's really important. And yeah, maybe maybe we should just say as well that how how much it means to us when people give us feedback, comments, <laughs> comments, feedback, all of it. We love it because we, you, and I talk a lot, pretty much every day, <laughs> and um, several times a day, several times a day. Even this morning, impressively, uh, you showed up and I'd forgotten that we were recording and you didn't shame me.
1: No, I didn't shame you because when I look back at the text message, I'll admit, I'll put up, I failed to be clear that I was coming around. <laughs> Although I did turn up with coffees and a bacon and egg sandwich. You did. So not a you terrible did. human being.
0: But how great that we both were able to see you know, an opportunity for growth <laughs> in that mistake, that mistakes are okay. Look at us. We yeah. just thought it we wow. recording right now <laughs> Wow And yeah So I think those things But yeah My point of that story was That we then always Once we get some amazing feedback We always talk again Because we're like How cool is this
1: Yeah We love it yeah. It keeps us going And um, well One of your better parents Keeps us going But like it makes all the difference And <laughs> I think if you if you don't believe us around, like we'll we'll do an episode for you if you leave some comment or send us a DM or send us a um, an email at pop parenting at Gmail. Um, you should because we do we love it. We've got like Billy said, he's got five years of topics to go and do, and he can do them. And they might tick the ones you want, but really uh, happy to be led by our uh, listeners. Uh, where we think it's going to make sense broadly for everyone else. And, and really, if you're experiencing something about parenting...
0: <laughs> yeah, other people will be <laughs> really too. Really
1: good chance someone else has mm. gone through it, going through it, or we'll have some advice and tips on it. So we welcome that as well. Like um, this is the way we like to frame it up and Billy gives the feedback and I <laughs> I give the Hey, you're the giving me stuff today that <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: like, wow, I've never thought about that before. <laughs> so I'm probably going to be quoting you in clinic. <laughs> Being like... Oh. Professor Nick McCormack, McCormack 2022. <laughs> has these three things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but I think that probably knocks it on the head for this week, Billy.
0: Yes, um, yes. But it's great to just touch base and reflect on it mm-mm. and think about how we've changed our approach to our kids and how we think about stuff over the last week. Um, and, yeah, as we always say, that's reflective practice and it's really nice to do that without expecting that we're going to become different people in that small space space of time yep
1: so I'll be focusing on again like asking myself some questions before I go and solve what would be something that I would have thought needs some solving mm. <laughs> um before heading in and I've got those three questions I said them earlier and then just focusing on the behavior
0: not the um, not the person yeah yep never challenge the person that no. that kid is yeah reinforce what they are you know and who they are and all the strengths about them yeah just question the behaviors but also as you said not why did you do that? Yep, what's going on? It's meaning this is happening.
1: Yep, awesome guys. Uh, still on Instagram? Hit us up in the DMs. Leave a comment on a post. Really appreciate it. Uh, pop culture parenting, and then again, send us any emails you want uh, via our Gmail account. Gmail account? Our our email?
0: Yeah, pop culture parenting at Gmail. And yeah, and tell tell people about it because we. I think we've done zero marketing or advertising. Done zero marketing. But we're seeing more and more people listening every time, so we really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, love seeing the uptick each week. It's really cool. So, yes. All right, Billy, thanks very much. Have a great weekend, Billy.
0: Thanks, Nick. You too. I'll just smell that beer in your breath she'll take it out on, on me i don't want to see you again for the rest of my whole life i don't want to see anybody else either.
1: who is your daddy and what does he do
0: just use your best judgment